Okay, now we're on. And welcome to the very first episode of Under the Influence. My name's Ezra. This is my drunken co-host, Dylan. And we are Under the Influence of apparently some rather tasty uh, Key Lightfuls. A mix of raspberry, lime, and beer. We're not sponsored, by the way, but uh, we're, we're Keystone hit us up. Oh, please. <laughs> if we could be sponsored by Keystone, we will. We would make them filthy rich. They're already rich bastards, but they're... So, yeah. We can make them filthy rich. Tonight, our uh, under, as I like to call it, is alcohol. We're under the influence of alcohol. What's the under, man? Oh, I guess we can. Wait, what? We're under alcohol. The under. We are under alcohol. Because you're under the influence. Under alcohol. Work with me here. I can dig it. Okay, so. You know what? Tell that story you just told. Because that was podcast gold. Well, the objective of this podcast, uh, Under the Influence, is to describe life events. Most of them, most of these events, we were, in fact, under We're the portrayed as idiots. <laughs> uh, yes, they're normally drunken, debaucherous stories of our idiotic attempts at life whilst under the influence of various chemicals and substances. This particular story was under the cheapest substance there is out there on the market. I mean, Christ Almighty, it's it's. I think it's classified as a as a level one narcotic. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Mister Boots, Mister Boots. We're gonna get a copyright claim. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Can't see Family Guy on this. What? 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 That? That's what that's from. What? 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 (laughs) I've never seen that show. I've never. I live under a rock. Anyway, the story uh, dates all the way back to the uh, college days when I was at a uh, a seminary in Dallas. And for those of you heathens who do not know, a seminary is priest school. Is where you go to learn how to be a pastor. Or I used a to janitor at one. Worship pastor or a priest that touches little boys. That kind of school. Um, but me, the ruffian that I was, the scallywag, rapscallion, drunken degenerate that I was. I that always, you are. I always found the, uh, the black sheep of the seminary to be my nearest and dearest friends. And on one of these particular nights, me and my gang of motley, my motley crew of delinquents, delinquents, we, well, well, it all started with Tinder. All all good stories start (laughs) with that. (laughs) Um, We had each, the three of us had made a bet with each other that that one of us could get more likes on Tinder than the other. So we each made an account. Started getting swipes, of course. All of my, my, my two friends, they just leave me in the dust. I'm, I'm sitting there on like maybe like five likes, and they're probably all bots or something, or girls just trying to sell their fucking premiums and shit. 
And that they're, they're just, over there just that annoys right. me. I mean, I'm, I'm getting all depressed over it just thinking about it. But um, one of the one of the girls that my buddy had matched with ended up inviting us all, or inviting him and and then us, when he found out he could bring friends, to a party at a different college that was quite a drive away from where we were. So we go there, the cops have already busted up the party. Uh, we show up with a case of fucking Michelob Ultras and this really shitty bottle. Plastic bottle, mind you. All the worst alcohol comes in plastic bottles. Um, That's a scientific of, fact. Of Kentucky Gentlemen. I think the, the damn thing costs like 13 bucks for a fifth. It was stupid cheap. Um, and we're just drinking it warm, no ice, no, we didn't even bother to mix it with a Coke or something. We're drinking this disgusting, low-ass-end, bottom-shelf whiskey and um, and a case of Michelob's. We get there, the cops have busted up the party. I swagger out of the car and ask them where the fucking move was. They say, oh, follow us, we're all going to this parking lot. All right, cool, parking lot. So we follow these total strangers to a, a parking lot on their campus where about, I'd say about 20 other people were. And um, we just kind of circle up all our cars and, and had a little party right there out in the parking lot. And for the rest of the night, I, I can't recall all the places we went. We basically spent the rest of our night drinking shitty whiskey and shotgunning beers and following these guys around in their cars to just random parts of the campus. We were knocking on one of the guys claimed to know a girl that really put out. So we, we followed him to her house and we were banging on every window and door on attached to the fucking thing yelling pussy pussy give us Pussy. Hey, we want the pussy. Really? <laughs> I'm sure somebody started that chant, but we're just all just gone, annihilated. Uh, fortunately, uh, the guy that drove us to the college in the first place was still sober enough to drive. And my drunk ass thought that we were closer to my parents' house than we were our actual campus. It was getting into the wee witching hours of the night, and we decided it was about time we all headed home. So on the ride home, I'm the drunkest asshole out of the entire group, and I start getting car sick. I start getting that, getting the tummy rumbles, getting ready to launch up what I've got down in my stomach. And I said, well, I don't want them, well, I thought in my head, well, I don't want them to pull over on the highway. That'll be really suspicious. So, I'll do something a little less suspicious. It's total drunk thing. I decide I'm going to stick half my body out of the window of a car that's going about 80 miles an hour down the highway. And I'll just throw up. And it'll be over and it'll be done. About 10-15 minutes later of me just hurling my guts out to the point where it hurts. I can feel my rib cage trying to come up through my throat. It is awful. I, 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 I swear I thought I tore something. It was bad. 
But in that moment, I thought, damn, that might have hurt, but I think I got it all outside. And so I slump back in my seat, pass out, and wake up to them pull up to my parents' house. My parents were in Colombia, by the way. Mind you, they were they were out of the country. I did not bring my shenanigans. This was the first time I had ever brought any sort of shenanigans over to my to my parents' house. And damn, I waited till they were out of the country. I never threw I never threw high school parties. I never no, threw, your parents would kill oh you. Oh my god, your parents would annihilate. They asked. Well, when I got I, when they got back, my mom came up and just straight confronted me, like, I know you threw a party in the house. What? Like, and I had to, me? Well, I mean, we ended, I mean, while they were gone, we did throw a party, but there's no way they could have fucking found out about it, so I just, I just played dumb, and like, what? I don't know, I don't know what she's talking about. Um, we wake up in the morning, I end up sleeping the night in the tub. And I wake up in the morning to find that I am covered in my own vomit. Uh, my buddy is slumped out on the back porch with a roach still, uh, the, the burn, the, the cash fucking, the, the roach was fucking done, but this little fucking end of the shit was hanging off in his fingers. He was all passed out. And then my buddy Johnny had passed out in one of my sister's rooms. So I get everybody out of the Come on, guys, we gotta go. We gotta get back to school. And um, we walk outside, and the first words out of our mouth are just, Oh, fuck. The entire side of the car that I had been on the night before was painted, like the fucking Sistine Chapel, painted with vomit. Not to mention, since the window was down, and I guess at one point I had vomited into the wind, there was puke all over the back seat, but a perfectly dry, cleaned, outlined print of where my body was. So all my buddies just look at me with the like. There's just no support in their eyes. They they looked at me and they wanted me to know that I fucked up. <laughs> I know that look well. We spent. I, uh, we must have spent like twenty, thirty bucks trying to buy car between the car wash that we did and all the cleaning supplies we bought, trying to make my buddy's car look presentable. Because you, you could not try. Oh my god, you could not drive anywhere with that. I am. There is no reason why why we should not have gotten pulled over the night before. <sighs> I still, to this day, write that off as probably my worst throw-up experience. It's probably my worst vomit drunk my first or my, my, my worst drunk vomit story. You, you you should stop drinking. I mean the fucking, I mean you got one too that fucking stain out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean months. that's not that bad though. Like How many months did you say that's been there? Okay, so um, uh, I'll just say it for our audience of zero people. Um, uh, oh, does it tell you how? Oh, oh, that's right. You said it wasn't a live thing yet. You recorded. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could do a live, but I don't know how. Um, uh, um, uh, fucking uh, a few months. I am gonna get another beer. Fucking... Go get a fucking uh, beer. I don't care. More um, um, beer. Uh, 
a few months ago, I went to a party, and I, uh, there was a girl I was trying to impress, and another guy was also trying to impress that same girl, so we were kind of one-upping each other. Just on, starting to know, yeah. what, like, a, like a drinking game where I'm going to one-up you, like... Well, not exactly, but, shots, but, but we were, we weren't even really at a party, we were at a, uh, we were at, you know, good, we were at, a. Guitars and Cadillacs. Do you know what that is? Yes. Uh, you know, uh, Guitars and Cadillacs is like a dancing club. Okay. And uh, so basically... Sounds neat. I don't think I've ever been. Uh, yeah, it's closed right now because of COVID. But uh, it's a... It's a dancing Sounds. club. Um, uh, and uh, it's a country bar or whatever. Okay. But uh, so uh, basically there was this girl that we both liked there. We went as actually a church group actually. We went as a church group. Wait, a church outing to the, to a bar? It's not really a bar. It's a dancing hall. They just have bar. They have bars there. It was a youth group thing too. <laughs> and, and, and what? <laughs> and they even said they didn't want us drinking, but they weren't going to stop us. So um, uh, basically, every time I got a beer, he would get a beer. What fucking? What? What the was this Southcliff? Yeah, this was Southcliff. What the fuck? Dude, and, and they never the went back there. All by the way, all my childhood and all my teen years and all my preteen or even young adult years, I just I never heard of a of a church outing. What well, was the what, youth group though? Well, it wasn't was it just like people from the church. No, no, it was an official. It was official, like Unite. Oh That's our youth group. That was our youth group. Like. Jeez. Like it was, it was a few months ago, and uh, so every time I would get a beer, he was trying to impress this girl too. So every time I get a beer, he would get a beer, and every time I got a shot, he would get a shot. And he was trying to one up me, but I was fine. And I, he was actually worse off than me because he would uh, at one point he got so drunk he started crazy dancing, like doing flips and like spinning on his head, like doing like you know like I'm a you know, oh, beat build, break dancing. Break dancing shit like that. He got so sick, and he got so drunk from that, and he he just uh, went over. I remember at one point he went over to the table, and he put his head on the table, and uh, he was there for like twenty minutes, not moving, and everyone was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And twenty minutes after that, he walks out, and like um uh. He's drunk walking out, and he uh, someone asked him, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm driving home. Like, he was going to fucking drive home. And, like, we were looking, uh, some people were looking for him. I didn't really care. But, but, uh. Yeah, fuck that. Well, he was kind of an asshole. No one really liked him. But, um, uh, but, like, basically, they had to wrestle the keys out of his hand when he was in his car. That's what it got to. I wasn't out there. But what was really upsetting is I didn't throw up there, but we were wearing the same shirt because there was like a matching like Unite Your shirt that we got from a summer retreat that I decided to wear. Okay. And he threw up in the bathroom a lot, apparently, all over the floor. Did you ever go on, uh, did you ever go to church summer camp? That's basically what the retreat was. Yeah. Or, or like the retreats or things like that. How long was it? It, uh, I went to one that was a couple of days. It was like a weekend. But anyways, he threw up all over the bathroom, right? 
but yeah. the, but because he already went out to the fucking car to try to drive home, they thought it was me because we were wearing the same shirt. And then my friend Becca actually was like, no, he's been sitting here the whole time. He's been drinking his beer and been sitting here the whole time because I haven't really left my spot. And and, and I was just like, thank you, because, like, I've been kicked out of here before for over-drinking, so they know who I am. But, like, I really, I haven't left this spot for, like, an hour because I didn't want to move. And, like, so I've been, and then, like, uh, so they found out it was him. They found out I was in his car. They had to wrestle his keys from him. My friend Carson took him home. He lives, like, two hours away, too. Mind you, he doesn't even live close. He's going to a church that's two hours away from his home. And it's, like, 11 o'clock at night. So it's an inconvenience for anyone to have to take him home. I lived um, right down the street. Like, yeah. it was it's literally right down the street from Damn. here. But he lives two hours away, and he was drinking like that. There's not many establishments where you can just leave your car there. No, I'm not no. worrying about it getting towed. Right, right, and he had to leave his car there too. Yeah, because someone had to take him home. But literally, like, uh, I remember talking to Carson about it, and he said literally he got home at like three in the morning because of that, because like traffic and everything. And someone had to take him home. Like traffic. Where, 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 where was this place at? Well, I don't know where it was, but it was like a two-hour away drive, and like apparently oh, there was. What the? What? He lives two hours away, and he was going to church here. I don't know why, but he lived far away. Boy, that's commitment. I won't even drive an hour and a half. He doesn't go to church there anymore, though, I don't think. Um, But um, uh, then my friend Becca drove me home, and the second I got out of the car, I just projectile vomit all over the street pavement, and it's still on the street. Well, at least you didn't... At least you didn't... I didn't feel like I needed to vomit until the second I stood up. How much of it got at least on the car? None of it got on the car. None? That's what I'm saying. I didn't feel like I needed to throw up until I got out of the car. Right when I got out of the car, I threw up. And she's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I just walked upstairs, went to bed, and I felt fine. Like, I drank a lot, but I didn't feel drunk until that one moment. And then I was fine. I was just... Totally fine. I'll tell you, so probably some of my best memories in youth group were uh, were going to summer camp. We had this camp called Crave. It was at this place called Camp Arrowhead. Right. And I think I'm pretty sure it was owned by the the Western like or the fucking Nazarene, uh, the Western Nazarene district. I think just the whole district owned it, or like everybody owned a piece of it. And, um, or something. But, uh, every year, every freaking year, um, around this time, actually, we would, uh, well, well not July, maybe it was in June, I think it was in June, um, we'd go out for, for like a whole week, and a little bit of a weekend, we would just <coughs> go out, and we'd sit at this campground, and but while whilst they were trying to um, convert us all to 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 join their 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 religion, we the uh, the I'm saying degenerates too much. Um, the the more young and free uh, treated the thing like it was fucking sex ed camp. 
I mean, there was kids making out in the fucking trees. Like, one of the biggest things was if you could get you and your your female down to the river. Because when I first started going to this camp, there was a huge tree line that actually blocked off the view of the river. Except for an opening. Which, if you went down at night, you just had to know where the opening was. You went down there and fucking no one fucked with you. Since then, they've cut down all the trees. Right, And right. hauled them out of there. For one reason or another. That was probably one of the reasons. I mean, this is the camp where I made out with a chick for the first time. Fucking got my first boob. Fucking, uh, I, I can remember, like, uh, there'd be, like, an evening service at night, and it'd be dark out, but we'd all, like, hey, you want to, you know, we, we'd all, um, uh, get each other's numbers, and we'd all try to, like, we would try to get some sort of signal. Like, one of us would, like, sneak out to go to the bathroom or something. We'd I know a gay kid that bed. had sex for the first time at a, uh, at a, a Christian camp. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's the best, dude. I'm Christian not even joking. girls are so horny. Well, no, it was two it's guys, the, though. It's uh, the greatest fucking the, thing ever. It's just, it's so forbidden, and they it's just... It's the forbidden fruit, bro. It's the that's, forbidden that's what fruit, they're always man. talking about. They won't touch it. The but snake. they so want to. They so want to do everything else. Pastor's daughters are the biggest rebels. I'll tell you something. They are the biggest, like, you know, like, they have the biggest hard-ons for, like, just rebelling against everything. Like, pastor's girls. Like, when did this turn into the Christian podcast? No, it's just, it's just going, it's just flowing, man. Just keep going. Uh, did, did you, did you hear that Hawk Nelson actually uh, completely disowned his religion and he says he no longer believes in God? The the lead singer of Hawk Nelson. Yeah, that just happened. I was just reading about that. Oh, gee. He he literally said he's been struggling with it for years and he's not leaving the band or anything. But he says he just doesn't believe god exists and he says he's up to the idea that god is there but he doesn't believe he exists the way that he's been told he exists well i'll tell you one thing this podcast isn't going to be it's not going to be a fucking religion forum where we just come and blab this is fun drunk stupid we're the black sheep of the christian faith we are the black sheep of the herd man it's but it, boy, the black sheep boy, of the black sheep fun. boy is it fun it's, you end up it's way funner to be the black sheep i'm telling you this camp man it was fucking awesome well at one point i this is when i started to push it pretty far um me and a couple of the guys we, each one of these guys were for the life one of the guys names was i, I shouldn't say their fucking names no, uh, no, I, I, I really shouldn't. Change, change so, names, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna just say this guy or that guy. Yeah, uh, maybe. Hopefully, our listener, probably one listener <laughs> at this point. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully, there's one listener by now. And if there is, hello. well, no, it's not live, Ezra. I have I, to post. I, well, it. I know, I know this, but it, but we are going to present it. Um, the group, the group of us, the 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 small group of like three or four of us. That would always meet up there. We would always uh, bring some sort of drug with us. One guy brought a little bit of weed one time. I fucking I I my parents always had leftover prescriptions. They always had leftover prescriptions from any surgery, either me or my sisters or my dad or my mom ever had. They would just we would just leave it 
in the house to like save money because if we if we got if, if the thing called for a refill on Vicodin and well hey fuck that we've got Vicodin at the fucking house like but no one no one in the family knew that I for one had the mentality of hey I'm gonna take these fucking things and go get fucked up yeah like, they trust you as yeah, yeah. Fucking, or at least they, they didn't <laughs> conceive at that point that oh for the love of God mother and father if you are watching. Don't if tell your parents about this listen, podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to tell my parents. I doubt that they'd never find out about it. Um, but I would bring. I, I, one time I brought like three or four hits of Vicodin. Um, but one year, I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. I, I, I mean, it did a little bit of something for me, but I would bring. I brought like three bottles of melatonin. For some reason at this camp, they never did, like, bag checks or anything. You know, they would tell you if you have, like, prescriptions, you got to leave with the school nurse. But it was just a couple fucking bottles of melatonin. But no one saw it. Like, I just kept it in the bottom of my trunk or whatever. I, I would always bring this red trunk. This red, like, real, real durable plastic trunk. And can I get a stick real quick from you? That's our code for smoking a cigarette. No, you're supposed to just let them figure that out. I'm sure they've seen that 70s show. It's a very popular entertainment program. Snow White came down the gun a stick. <sighs> um, but what, what I would do is I would take like a handful of these fucking pills and I had a, a, a metal canteen. Like the shit they were carrying around in fucking World War II. Like a fucking metal canteen. And I would drop like a uh, more than a handful. I'd drop like two or three handfuls of these fucking pills in there, and then I would pour like either um, fucking probably like like grape juice from the fucking mess hall or something. When we were in there for lunch, I'd fucking fill it up with grape juice or something or apple juice. But one time I tried fucking soda because I thought it would fucking like dissolve the pills faster, and it did. But it had this little bit of weird caffeine kick. I wasn't really big into doing drugs. I just thought it was dangerous and I thought it was fun to have these fucking pills on me. And you lived uh, for the danger. You like the Yeah, like you like the I, fact I loved, that you had the I loved more the risk factor. Right, right. The it risk was factor so fucking terrifying at the time. Nowadays if I if I was walking anywhere with three bottles of melatonin, I'd be like, what? I have trouble sleeping. Like fuck off. Well exactly it's like like, you know, like when I was younger in high school and I was smoking a cigarette, you know, it was like it was kinda like bad and dangerous Dude, and I felt remember cool. when we used to fucking sneak out Right, <laughs> right. You know, we were at the uh, the fucking Wedgwood basketball team came to my fucking high school, and they were using the gym one time. And you and Andrew and I think we just was left Sean our team. There? Was Sean there? Yeah, we took that picture. You remember where we're us all on, on the, the fucking, elevator? Elevator on the fucking elevator. And um, you, you and me just fucking like middle of fucking drills. I said, dude, out back. Wanna go smoke? And we fucking just went out back and burned a fucking cigarette. And I just left my team that day, and no one even questioned it because I was on the bit. Like I was terrible at basketball. I was. Oh, you just riding the bench the whole time? Oh no, fuck yeah. no! Like the you know the only reason I was in basketball was so I didn't have to do PE because yeah. it counted as my uh, gym requirements, and I didn't do any of the exercises in basketball. Because I kept on coming up with main excuses like I have a headache, I'm not feeling good, I have my period, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
random shit to get me out of it. So I never did any exercises my whole entire high school experience. I read the bench. I I I uh I I read the bench. Yeah. The whole time, and when I came to your school, I just left, and no one even questioned it. They never made me play. They knew why I was doing it. I just didn't like it. But that, but that thrill factor. Oh, we've got cigarettes on us. Oh, we've got. Oh yeah, the fucking cigarettes that we'd bring to this fucking camp. We'd all we'd all fucking sneak off into the fucking woods late at night. We might all fucking burn a cigarette. Cool, dude. We fucking go. They they had this old abandoned zipline tower. That's like one of the spots we always went to. But it really wasn't a good spot. It's a good spot to like meet at, I guess. If the light, the, the, there used to be a light to like shine on the tower. But I think it was out when we would go out there. We we would just head in that general direction because there really wasn't anything fucking out there. Nothing to do. You just wanted to get out of yeah. sight. Right, right. Of course, this was all at night. Never this. But um, my deal was that I would take a couple handfuls of these pills. And I would, you know, I would crush them up. I'd, I'd let them just, or I'd throw them in as a hole. And I would just go off to the bathroom. And I'd fucking make sure no one was in there and start fucking shaking the shit out of it. And I mean, and then you had cheap fucking church camp wine. <laughs> like it, it was great. We'd fucking we'd fill this thing up. And I'm like, hey, everybody, fucking pass this shit around. And like it's not fucking. Air. Like give it a minute. <laughs> I mean, we would just end up walking around like fucking zombies the whole time. Everybody took a bunch of sleep and go, boy, we're, oh, we don't really want to take a fucking nap. Like, <laughs> you made prison wine at church camp. I guess. It, so stupid. It probably wouldn't even do shit for me now. But golly, that, that shit was just bonkers. I mean, it was, it was completely stupid, but it was such a fucking rush. Well, sometimes, you know, when you're a kid, you think things affect you differently because it's like, you know, like the risk factor is there, you know, it's like, you're just like, plus, you know, you don't, when you're a kid, you don't really know how things are supposed to affect you. So you kind of, in your head, it kind of gives you a different than I, I, yeah, that's a a placebo effect a little bit, just a little, it could have been a placebo effect, but I mean, I mean, the shit was 100% melatonin. Well, yeah, I know, I know that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it probably wasn't the biggest fucking effect, but I just knew that I felt different (coughs) than I did fucking 20 minutes ago. So, I'm not complaining, you know, that's just the way we thought about it. Um, golly, I mean, uh, drugs and fucking feeling up on, on a girl's tits and shit. And then, oh, oh, we had poker games. This one guy would bring a fucking poker set. I've had poker games at Jesus Camp. But I'm telling you, until one time we were in there, like, we were in the bathroom. We, we ended up moving the table into the bathroom. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, my pat, my youth pastor comes in. What are y'all doing? Playing poker. Call. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we're just in there betting our life savings away. One of the guys had a trick. He would uh, he would take a skittle on his thumb and he he would put it up his nose and he he'd spit it out. That that's so cool. He, he would just see. He would be hey, open that fucking stall and he'd kick the stall door open. And, and I swear to God, he made it in the fucking toilet. <laughs> we thought it was the craziest fucking thing. 
last year when I went to a, a Bible camp or whatever with the youth group or whatever, um, there was this guy that uh, is friends with my uh, one of my best friends who I was invited by one of my best friends uh, who would literally just walk around with a joint in his mouth and no one would say anything to him. He wasn't hiding it either. He'd be walking around with a joint. fuck. Here where was the where was the camp at? It it was here called, in Texas. Yeah, no, it was here in Texas. It's not far from here. It was called uh, like a forget what it's called, but we go there every year. It, 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 like they go there every year. I'm not going this year probably. Was he just fucking around and like maybe? No, he's a heavy pawhead. He's a heavy pawhead. Oh. Like, but like, um, <laughs> you know, but. Like, and me being the nervous Nelly I am, I was afraid to even smoke there, so, like, I wasn't, like, you know, and right. I'm a heavy smoker, so, I, like, during the day, I'm, like, so on edge because I don't want to smoke, and at night, I just sneak off into the wooded areas, and, like, like you were saying, and, like, literally just burn through a whole pack. Oh, Jesus. You know, like, just burn through a whole pack and then come back in. I mean, not all at once, Sneaking but... out. Sneaking out after everybody was in bed was such a fucking... Rush. Well, what's nice about this is we're all adults. This can't at this point we're all adults, so they don't really tell you no, you have I'm to be in bed. To, but we're talking when back you're a in kid. Youth. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm there, fucking fifteen. Just we're flying around this fucking camp at like three in the morning. It is. It is just bad, dude. We, we, we. Me and my. I remember. Me and my buddy John, since we didn't do anything bad in this story, we just kind of, you know, there's, there's really no sense in hiding it. The guy's name was John. He's this big, strong, burly motherfucker. As long as you don't say their last name, yeah, I don't yeah, think he it was, he, was, he, was, he was a really good guy. He's genuine heart. You know, this guy's got the biggest fucking heart of them all. Um, but I somehow talked him into sneaking out, and the only objective we had was to not get caught by the night security. And there was night security. It was, I think it was just a fucking bunch of counselors like shacked up in a fucking cabin somewhere. But what would happen is, is we would run out into the grounds. We wore, but this is how we, this is how we covered ourselves. We, we dressed in all black and then we wore bandanas around our mouths. Like, like fucking, uh, Wild West bandits, you know, we, 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 with the mask and everything and the little gun, you know. Right on. We had these bandanas and we wrapped around our face and we, we were just running around the thing. And what would happen is a spotlight, like a real high-powered flashlight, just clicking on. And then they'd sweep the fucking yard, like right there, because they thought they saw something. And we'd duck behind a tree or something, or we fucking, we, we, you would pray to God that they would turn it off. Because that way you know, like, they didn't spot you, but they'd keep going, they'd fucking scan. And then <laughs> we just we just spent, like, a solid hour just ducking in and out of the fucking woods, and then we would, like, wait, like, another 10, 10 15 minutes. Right. And then we'd dip over to the other side, and then come the flashlight, and then we'd... And we'd wait, and we'd, we'd see, like... Some guy would be walking around or something. He'd go check something out. We'd wait. We'd wait him out. 
So it'd be like Scooby Doo. There's a yeah, there's they're a up fucking right Scooby Doo in the game, and, and there's <laughs> a white, and you wait for it to pass, and then you're like, <laughs> or like Breakfast Club when they see him walking, and they all go, whoa, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. I remember one one night we actually ended up doing something rather successful. Me and a, and a group of other guys um, somehow I, I talked them into letting me go out, but we we snuck into the pool. We quick jumped into the fucking pool that was there on the ground so we didn't get caught and then we proceeded to get out of the pool sneak into the sanctuary where it was in the middle of the campground which was really fucking interesting I don't know how we got in there without getting caught but we went in there and we like stacked the chairs onto a fucking like we basically made this mountain of fucking chairs all stacked up like a little tower, like a pyramid. Looks like Poltergeist was there. Yeah, or something like that. But all these, we were just like, let's leave this here for them. And in the morning, all, all the chairs were set back normal. Like, oh, damn. Somebody had to come in here and fucking... You ruined shit. someone's morning. Yeah, I ruined someone's uh, yeah. fucking morning. <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. Some guy just walks in. Oh, what another great day. And, oh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck these fucking kids, man. And they just... Were there oh. no cameras in there? No, no, but um, but me and back to this one about me and John, we would literally we, we actually dipped out like a couple of times. We I think, but every time we would come back, we would sneak back into the cabin, and there was there was two counselors that slept in that cabin, one on each end of the cabin. It was like a long military style barracks, like old fashioned like right. Yeah, I know I've seen it. Yeah. long fucking. That's how uh, ours. Where are. we would sneak back in real quiet. We would hold our breath. That's how heavy we would be breathing after we got out of something, and we'd go into the bathroom, and we just <gasps> like we would just we throw water on our face. We would do everything so quiet. We were sitting there trying to like not even breathe loud. We are just heaving. Our breath is. Just And we're just sitting there, just drenched in sweat for moonlight. Because when we went back down, we fucking sprint. Fastest I've ever run in my life. We were gone, man. man. We'd sneak back in, and we would sit there laughing our ass. We, in the fucking bathroom, we just... And, oh, God, dude. You, I never felt so fucking alive. It was, it was one of a fucking kind. One time we even managed to, um, like, knock on a fucking uh, wall to a, a cabin that was next to it. Like, the, the cabins were, like, connected. Right, right. But there was diff- separate doors to get into different cabins. Right, right, yeah. And so one of the guys, like, slept right next to the wall. So, like, set your alarm for, like, one thirty or something. We're going to come. We're going to... I think it was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. That's when the, the night we knock on the concrete but it was just feigning we, we we even tested it out during the day like hey go lay next to your bed all right how do you normally sleep like that all right knock and then he would tell us like hey bring a little uh, knock a little bit more to the left oh yeah yeah that's perfect hey could you hear that from down there no man you're good all right cool like we we, we plan this shit out. And All these stories made me out. wish i hang out with you more when we were kids. Dude, man. we were pretty fucking creative, man. God, church camp. First boob, first fucking makeout session. It was, it was incredible. 
a great fucking time to be alive. Now, now we're just godless heathens. And I played the guitar. And I played the guitar, so the girls would fucking eat that shit up. I mean, I'd come up with some fucking yeah, love song. Yeah, girls love... Dude, uh, I would, dude, I would fucking come up with some love song that was popular in that day and just fucking play it and maybe... Call me, oh, maybe. Hey, <laughs> you. This is crazy. Not with this guitar, but with the red one I had on there. That was just... Ugh. Man. Beautiful fucking tone, man. Uh, I don't have any crazy stories from church camp. I'm pretty chill. Oh, actually, I do. Um, uh, last summer, I got pretty drunk. At church camp? No, yeah, I brought actual alcohol. I couldn't get anyone to drink with me, though. I tell you, Southcliffe is a bunch of squares. There are a bunch Jeez, of squares. Man. Like, I asked all my friends. Actually, my friend Becca would drink with me. I was like, hey, this has prominent. And she's like, can I have something? I'm not sure. <laughs> but, like, she she wasn't going to snitch on me or anything. I didn't tell very many people because I, I know... fucking awesome, man. Because I know some of my uh, friends... Was like, it just your church that would go or is there multiple churches that uh, There are multiple churches that went, but there were we, certain people that I would only... We would... Our only chance to meet up and hang out was at this camp. And so we would be, we would be on Facebook. Are you going? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going. Are you going? I'm fucking going. What's yo? Tony's going. Holy fuck, Tony and Tommy. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, there are other churches that go, but we only hang out with ours because uh, ours is uh, young young adults, and we're all mostly adults. And usually, all the other churches are little kids. Like you know, yeah. like like everyone else is around your age group yeah. or whatever. And ours is like. We're all in our twenties. I remember one year I got to go for free. Really? Yeah, I got I've gone go. free every time. I've I, gotten someone to pay for me every time. Well, I got to go for free because I was lifeguard. Oh, really? Yeah, I was just staff. I was, I was unpaid. Like, like, it was like you don't have to pay me. Just I'll do that. Is that cool? Well, if you didn't have to pay yeah. for the trip, then I guess that is your compensation. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, but like, I mean, granted, I did like. Uh, would I? No, no, definitely. They, uh, I probably were. If anything, it was a sweeter deal because I was actually. Even, I, I wouldn't have made dick for money at that at, if, if I had gone for the actual pay. <laughs> um, this was just a week. It was hardly even a whole week. And I, I highly doubt I got. Would have got paid nearly as much as they were fucking having charged. No, no, camps like that don't pay anything. Uh, my friend, uh, one of my friends, Taylor. Well, one year they did because I did a kids camp. I did a kids camp as well, and they um, and they paid me for that one. But yeah, I, I probably made maybe like three hundred bucks. I don't even remember how much it was to actually go. But maybe maybe it was vice versa. Maybe the fee to actually get into camp was really fucking cheap. I just got jipped on a fucking paycheck where we made like an extra hundred or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, like uh, uh, the uh, the camp that we went to, uh, I have friends that used to work there and still know people that work there, and uh, they don't they're not paid well, but they get to live on site because it's like out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and they yeah. get food and everything. It works out kind of. Like, because uh, my friend Taylor even makes jokes about this. I just thought about this. I'm actually wearing one of my old lifeguard shirts. Burleson Rex. 
Yeah. I haven't worn this shirt in so long. I cut the sleeves off and everything. My friend sit on stand just like this. And we had blue shorts. And for some reason I'm wearing blue shorts. But um Yeah, dude. This is this this was the little getup. Damn if that wasn't a great job. What, what lifeguarding? Oh, Just get yeah. to check out all the oh, chicks yeah. all day. Well, I, well, at a rec center, and it was it was a dangerous game if you wanted to flirt with the patrons. Because I remember one guy; he legit got fooled by this girl one time. He uh, he start he starts kind of macking on her a little bit. He just starts spitting game at her, and then we all give him shit. Like, dude, you realize that girl's like 16, right? Was he older than... Oh, yeah. Oh, was okay. she was. oh that's gross. That's just not fucking legal. Oh, maybe he's The age of consent is 17 in Texas. Dude, he fucking... He just had the fucking goggles on, maybe. I don't know. But... Well, some he, of those... He was, like, he, was, he was going out of his way to talk to this girl. And we're like, dude, she's 16. What? No, man. He, he, no way, man. Give me some pussy tonight. You're gonna catch a case for statutory rape. Is what you're gonna do. <laughs> like, you're gonna end up in a jail. You're gonna be the pussy tonight. Oh, you're gonna be the pussy. <laughs> Who's gonna eat, eat that ass, boy? <laughs> Man, holy shit, though. Um, golly, did anybody ever get caught? Did ever? I I don't remember anybody ever really getting caught. I had a manager when I worked at a movie theater who uh, who uh, fucking was being predatory to a, another manager who I actually ended up living with for a while. Oh, wow. And uh, she only told me. She literally only told me because we were really close. And I, uh, I didn't tell anyone, right? But Erica, like, um, uh, my friend went to a fucking HR, you know, told everything told her story you know and everything and you know i think uh she did mention that she told me or whatever and like um so i had to make a statement or whatever about what i was told to me and you know if i've seen anything and anything like that and i i had to tell the truth and say yeah he he's really close to all the females so but i mean i've never seen him like you know like grope anyone or anything but you like, gotta be like some fucking <laughs> billionaire rich motherfucker to be open openly just groping chicks. Right, but I've seen them pay more attention to the females than the males. And also, like, I was it was before I was a supervisor at the movie theater. So like, there's a whole upstairs that regular associates aren't allowed to go up to. Oh. And, and and like, I remember one time Erica almost came down crying. Um. Uh, uh, I remember uh, I was manning the ticket booth, and uh, fucking, uh, she uh, got a call on the radio, because we all had radios, and uh, it was like, Erica, come help me with something, or whatever, and it was the manager that uh, was uh, messing with right? Yeah, yeah, sure. she went up, so she went up to help, and then uh, she came back down, and she looked really upset, but, you know, I had a long line, so I couldn't pay too much attention, but she just said to me, don't ever let me go up there when he calls again. And I remember, wow. I remember that same night. I actually spent the night at her house because I've been having problems with my family, and she's been let, she had been letting me stay there a few nights just 
hanging out, you know, with her kids and everything, just chilling. I was like a free babysitter, basically. And uh, and basically, um, I, uh, she told me um, she told me what happened, and I was so pissed at the time. But then on the flip side of that, me and her were actually getting in trouble because we were hanging out outside of work, but not oh, in a, yeah. like a romantic way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we were, no, yeah. Technically, yeah, no. But see, we weren't doing anything. We weren't doing anything, and uh, right as that manager that was messing with her got fired, she actually got transferred because the supervisor was saying that manager was giving me favoritism, not because I was a good worker, but because she liked me or something like that. And the supervisor wasn't getting favoritism because she was a shitty worker. And I and see, I was invited to a karate tournament by her kid, not by her, but her kid really liked me. Me and her kid got along. Her kid's around the same age I am. So her daughter invited me, hey, do you want to come see me in karate? And I'm like, hell yeah. That sounds awesome, right? Going to a karate tournament? Cobra Ooh. Kai never dies, right? Cobra Kai. <laughs> but, uh, I remember watching... Fuck Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Fuck Ralph Macchio. I remember watching that show at at um, uh, her house, too, with her. But um, uh, I... Uh, I told, uh, I was like, yeah, and then we didn't even tell anyone, and we were like, we didn't, we both agreed, hey, we're not going to tell anyone that, uh, freaking, uh, we're, we hung out or anything, because it was bad juju, we didn't tell anyone, we didn't tell anyone about us hanging out, we never have, because we realized if someone would get in trouble or something, we don't know how she found out, or if she was just saying that because Erica was nice to me, but that's because I was one of the only people that actually worked there. Yeah. And, like, also, like, I wasn't a supervisor yet, but she would ask to have me stay later some nights just to help her with inventory counts because I was the only one that knew what I was fucking doing. Yeah. And she was the reason I became supervisor, but that's just because she was training me to become a supervisor. Like, she was literally just giving me the necessary skills. And, like, me, me and her just think... Uh, the supervisor that got us in trouble was just guessing at that point. And so she transferred and we, uh, then I became supervisor, like, right after that because that supervisor that got her in trouble just stopped showing up to work and then, like, so Danny had all the, Danny was the GM, the general manager that did shifts out and everything. Realized, well, there's all these shifts that this week that are just not going to be covered because she just stopped showing up. And I'm like, I'll take all those shifts because they were just regular shifts, but there's no supervisor. And so he gave me the supervisor keys that week because he's like, you're taking her shifts so you can just have them. Just don't tell anyone about it. You know what you're doing. And then a week later he was like, all right, you're supervisor now. So yeah. And then, um, and then about six months after that, I started working at Home Depot and I moved out of my, after I stopped working at AMC, I moved in with my old manager. Mm. But again, not in a romantic way. It was just like I needed out of my family's house. It was very depressing there. She offered me a place to stay. I was paying rent. It was kind of like the situation of you moving in. Mm. I kind of just showed up. <laughs> um, but I stayed in her son's room. Uh, we had bunk beds. Um, the with her son? Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking weird. It's not weird. Me and her son were really close. Um, I hung out with her daughter a lot. Um, 
you know, I worked at the Home Depot down there for a while. I transferred Home Depots. And uh, I barely saw Erica, actually, because she worked a lot. So, like, we didn't even hang out that much. And uh, then I left because I I just left. <laughs> I got my own place. That, that's all yeah. I'm going to say. I got my own place. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, what a so, wild web we weave. But, yeah. So, like, yeah. So, I have seen, like, people be predatory. And apparently... There have been people fired at Home Depot that I didn't know, but like well, we had a in the Navy, we had a we had this really fucking oh this bitch this brand new girl walks onto the boat. I think she's an airman at the time. Maybe she's an airman apprentice, but she is she is on shore and out to sea, just fine as fuck. And she's the biggest fucking flirt ever. She hit. She's always flirting with the guys. Fucking all the guys want to buy her drinks. They all want to talk with her. I, I remember like one of the first port calls she got while she was on her boat. Maybe it was when she first got on the boat. Were we in Florida? I just remember going out with her in Florida, or with the group that she was with. We all ended up going out to to an American Legion. She, uh, by the end of the night, we get kicked out. Um, a couple of the guys were underage, and the bar just ended up not being cool with it. Usually, legions don't fucking care. Um, because they're a non-profit organization. No one really fucks with Um, we end up getting kicked out. She was making out, like, hard with this fucking, uh, with one of these guys that had been on the boat for a while. This dude was ugly motherfucker, too. Um, but she got so drunk, she fucking passed out in the bathroom. She was throwing up outside, and I felt bad for her, so I, like, held her hair back and shit and gave her a jacket. We all thought she was hot. We all, like, damn, I'm gonna think about you later. But, um, by the end of her time on our boat, she just... We all thought she was the biggest cunt. We just did not fucking like her. Um, for any reason. Turns out, she was fucking one of these... One of the chiefs. Biggest fucking case of pregnancy. I'm pretty sure she got pregnant. And that's what brought it all to light. But, um... The chief had made... He was, he was a young chief, too. He made... He made chief in like God in some ungodly number of years, real fucking quick. Um, That's also suspicious when someone makes like yeah, uh, dude. you know what I but mean. Like the thing was, she they were fucking and she got pregnant, or she just got pregnant later on down the road. They ended up getting married. The dude still had his fucking job. They didn't take his rent. They didn't take nothing from him. Well, is that, gave, a, is that illegal, old, though? Like, gave, doing that? Yeah. It, it oh, is? Fuck yeah, that's fraternization. You're not allowed to have sex with someone no. lower than you? God, no. You're not even supposed to be out on the town with someone. Technically, you're not even supposed to be like out with the fucking like, someone that's a, high, like, a real higher rank than you. If, if it's just like an airman in a third class hanging out, then it's like, 
or even if there's a second class, like what, whatever the fuck. But um, really, you're you're not supposed to. But obviously, everybody just does whatever the fuck they want. Um, but they ended up getting married. Oh shit! And now. Her last name is his last name, and we're like, hey, no one, ever, no one from our ship looks at those photos and goes, oh, what a happy couple. We all look at it, we're like, fucking whore! <laughs> the fuck out of here! Fucking chief! And you need to fucking get the, kick the fuck out! What the fuck? Goddamn! Meanwhile, all these other guys were going up to mass for just dumb shit. Ah, God. Fuck! The whole fucking situation just pisses the fuck off. It pisses me. How long have we even been at this? Oh, we've almost been at this for a whole hour. Yeah, I think it's about. Hopefully, the time. these guys, uh, like some, anybody who does happen to listen to this, first of all, God have mercy on your soul that you listen to something as drunkenly put together as this. But. We'll get this better has, at this. We will get better. And this has been under the influence. Under the influence. Under First alcohol. episode. Episode one. Signing off. And good night. Good night.